0: Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. I am your host, Louise Solis, And with me, as always, is my very, 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 very talented friend, who is all that and a bag of chips, the mixtress, DC Gina.
1: So appropriate today. I love it. I, I love that. I never read the intro, so I never know what you're going to say. Crispy, little little salty. No, I totally get it. I, it's right on the money.
0: So, speaking of people who are a little extra, um, Gina, have you ever heard of, and I'll probably butcher his name, but he won't, I doubt he listens because he lives in Ethiopia, it's uh, Belichu Germa. Any idea who this man is? No. So, he holds the world's record for the longest laughter, recorded laughter. He laughed for, believe it or not, in 2010, three hours and six minutes. I just like to know what the hell he was laughing at.
1: But more in question is, why is that a thing?
0: Uh, You know, who knows? Well, it's laughter. At least it's a good thing. But who knows, world records. So speaking of laughter, um, longest laughter in a sitcom, for sitcom TV recorded. Go. It's a live recording uh, episode, the live recording, a studio audience recording of Tango, which was Lucille Ball. And it's where she and Ricky are dancing. He's forcing her to do the tango, but she stuffed her shirt full of eggs and I had to watch, doing this research. I watched it was. It still holds water. is very funny. And then Ethel put them in the back of her pants for some reason. I'm not sure why anyone would put eggs there. Is this when
1: they moved to the country.
0: I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why
1: I know that I don't
0: know. <laughs> I <really laughs> want well, to so we'll see that. a
1: ball. Um, and then
0: so staying on the laughter just a little bit longer. Stay with me. Um, did you know there's actually a World Laughter Day?
1: It's well, annual. I love that
0: day. What day is that? It's the first Sunday of every May. But here's the funny thing. It started in 1998, January 1998, in Mumbai, India, and it's funny is there is apparently local and international laughter clubs, and there and it started. It, started with, like, 12,000 of their members, I guess, just started. I, I wonder what they take. Where Are they on something? I mean,
1: like, if you gave me some drugs, I feel like I could laugh for a really long time. I mean, I don't know. Poyote might be okay. <laughs> that's what I'm like. What are they doing I mean, to get there? I mean, some teas I've had in Amsterdam that were <laughs> not hallucinogenic. What you, you remember being in Amsterdam, at I least? I kind of remember landing. <laughs> I can't remember really. Landing on
0: the ground co- or landing
1: in a plane? I don't really know. <laughs> you know, honestly, landing in the plane. And then <laughs> after that, was kind of a blur. It's all a blur. But I was also in my 20s, so that's <laughs> remembers supposed exactly remember
0: anything no all right so all this laughter brings me to today's designated drinker not somebody we laugh at but with um so please welcome none other than the shaman (laughs) of (laughs) sandwiches who's always up for a good laugh obviously (laughs) he is the founder owner head dishwasher dishwasher, everything of grazi grazi it's casey Patton.
2: welcome
0: to the
3: show casey (laughs)
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And listen,
2: I like when I'm being laughed at, too. So. <laughs> of
0: sandwiches. You like that By the way, amazing. that's like
2: new business card material there you right go. there. I would like We'll copyright
0: that, and I'd like, well, you know, yeah. a little tink well, well, tink well, every time you say it. Not a problem. We can
2: do a licensing <laughs> agreement. <laughs> but what I really want to know is the first week Sunday of May is National Laughter Day? Yeah. So what are we first doing?
0: Sunday, yeah. Right? Oh, no, we got to do something. We got to do I'm something. Booking your,
2: I'm booking your calendar. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to try to beat who's this guy, three uh, and a half hours?
0: Yeah. Well, the guy who laughed. Half the longest three and a half hours um three hours no three hours and six minutes so we don't even have to do we only need seven minutes perfect
2: three hours seven minutes an ab workout laughter and gina's on a ton of cocktails uh
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah we need a lot of
2: cocktails <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna need a lot of cocktails and like a
1: lot of people do like amuse us i think yes. i feel like that's that shouldn't be too hard in this business so right? uh
0: speaking of uh cocktails gina
1: Oh, yeah. Let's, let's start this so, shit off right. So, let's talk about, so, you know, I've known Case a long time, and, like, he really, he gets to travel everywhere and do a lot of cool things. He is the shaman of sandwiches, and I am the mistress of cocktails, right? <laughs> so, we're going to do, um, we're going to do Beef Eater Pink Gin, and we're actually putting in there, uh, instead of um, lemon or lime, we're actually using Budazan, which is this beautiful fruit. It's only available now for us this time of year and they smell incredible. And how you use they these... They look creepy,
0: like little So fingers. how you
1: use these are um, just basically like you would, like just a twist, right? So you're going to use it very, very sparingly. They are very fragrant. And when you put them with a little of something carbonation, so we're going to use a little um, Indian tonic. So pink gin, Indian tonic, Buddha's hand. Uh, and it's just, an ex- it's just a nice welcome drink. And it really is like reminiscent of the season. You know what time of year it is. You know being with friends, all kinds of stuff. Oh, it smells. Lovely. Yeah, it's like heavenly, right?
2: Gee, these are super cool. Can you get any juice out of these guys?
1: Yeah, you can. So the inside is like really, really lemony. What we're using them for right now is the aromatics, because when you're using, when you make a, when you make a, uh, a gin and tonic, or any gin and tonic, you're really only looking for aromatics from the lemon or the lime. If you put too much citrus in there, what happens is it makes it flat. So oh, it makes it flat. Flat, yes. That's when your tonic becomes watery and gross and whatever. So we have a little cheers. cheers. And you have this little um, alien-type drink. And you can smell it on the nose, because now the um, aeration has mm. happened. Right? So now you feel the bubbles, and the bubbles is really pushing it forward. And you just have a little it's
0: stuff. So good. What makes the white pink gin? Tell me. Tell me a little bit about that. What is that?
1: Um, so pink gin is a product from um, Beefeater, and it's actually... It has like um, pink lemons, made pink lemon. So yeah. it's kind of really cool. I like you're gonna just eat it. No, so did I, I thought yeah. he was gonna eat it. It's like, cool. didn't you, you say it's can super? candy. So should. anyway, so it's, it's made from pink lemon and it's just the botanical they use in it and it actually turns it pink. Oh, wow. Um, so Buddha's hand, what you're eating right now is, so what you could do with these is you either scrape the, the skin and use it you can candy the whole thing and eat it like a fruit, like you can just put like a canning shell. You can use the inside juice. The inside juice is very, very bitter, like crazy bitter. So is the flesh bitter now that you're just gnawing
0: so away at it? Me, i it brought me
2: back to being like a kid. Yeah. Uh, this is like, would be perfect for Italian lemon ice.
1: Uh-huh. All right. So look, so now you expect that there's like something oh, fleshy in there, right? It's good. No. It's pit. It's meaty. Well, yeah, show sure, yeah, it too.
2: And there's a little sweetness to it, too. So it,
1: is, it is meaty. It's, a, it's pithy. Oh, it's kind of like so me. This a little is why, meaty, a
0: little bitter. So we're going to make
1: – we use these to make um, limoncello because I like a little – or buddicello, if you will. Because it, it has like a total <laughs> pithiness to it. Oh. And then the flavor changes again. So really, the outside is the fruit, right? Yeah. The outside's what you eat. Oh. The inside is the thing. But there is – you see it. There is a little heart to it. Yeah. And that's it. I was
0: expecting it to be way bitter, like, you know, when you get the pith of an orange or any other citrus. Did
1: you eat Is this, this? Did really you good? one of these little um, the legs? No. Here. Yeah. Eat the legs. Yeah, eat the it's legs. like the
2: octopus of fruit.
1: But it's a very cool fruit. And when you use the aromatics the right way, it's really cool. You Ooh. know, actually, Ooh. there are, you can do these in okay, salamis. I like the inside a lot better. Did you hear what I said? No. Oh, what was that? You can use these in salamis.
0: In oh, salamis?
1: No. So instead of like, um, when you use dried um, lemon. You use like um, the, Buddha, the Buddha's hand, like the outside. So you get that sweet fennel flavor. So I don't recommend some, eating some. the legs. Yeah.
2: Thanks,
1: I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I will hang them in here, <laughs> for upcoming sure. Upcoming pizza oven. Uh, yeah. So let's tell everybody where we are. So we're at Last oh, yeah. Call, which is uh, a <laughs> As we're going down bar. a rabbit hole, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> <Which> I'm <laughs> eating is, weird little which lemon is a, legs. Yeah, which is, a, um, which is a new bar in uh, Union Market District in Washington, D.C. And it's exactly what it is. It's a last call, your last stop of the night. We, um, so open Gina, how do you know so much about it? Well, I own it. <laughs> <laughs> so I made a place for my friends to hang out in. There you go. Because like I've, I've timed out on well, like, to other that places. Case. Yeah. I'm glad we Absolutely. make that cut. Uh, it's, it's yeah, one of the
2: only ones I made all this right. year. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about our
1: guest. Like we can talk about me all day. <laughs>
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. So how does one become the shaman of sandwiches? I
2: don't know. I mean, one, I think I just got the title today, which I think is going to stick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but no, I mean. I love one of it. us is not
0: a branding game. Who
2: doesn't love a sandwich? Yeah? Yeah. I mean, if someone doesn't love a sandwich, you got to look at that person in yeah, the eyes. Something Is wrong right? with like, you? Like, are you a yeah. real Peruvian, good yeah. person? Yeah. But you're a good person. But I, I don't know. I grew up. I grew up like eating sandwiches and hoagies, and that was like the thing. I was like staple of your diet. So I got down here, and there weren't any. Yep. Good food and
0: meat in a bun, and bread
2: but, to go.
1: But start like, like so. You say you talk about. He's talking about it like a little bit modestly, right? Of course. He comes down here. He's bartending, from He's doing a came bit of down di- from where? Philadelphia.
2: Philly. Doing a little bit of everything. Yeah, right?
1: doing a little bit of everything. God, go tell your story. I want, to hear what I want people to know you because oh, I don't so think they know how like yeah. amazing you are.
2: Listen, it came down here. It was in D.C. I thought, no lie. I'm like, got out of college. I'm going to put on a suit. I'm going to do some stuff. My stint in D.C. is like...
0: You're going to be a day walker like me?
2: Yeah, like yeah. M- <laughs> maybe tw- Maybe 24 months and then phew, I'm out of here. I think. I 15 years later, I guess I'm still, <laughs> still here, so. Still in your 24 month period? Exactly, right? It just, it just keeps resetting. I <laughs> came down here and, and, uh, and wanted to get back in hospitality. I've been in hospitality since I was like 13, 14 years old. I was a host at Bennigan's. <laughs> it was amazing. What Tell
3: was me your favorite flair.
0: Like uh, what was your favorite flair?
2: There were tons of flair. Uh, I had an awesome button that said no whining. <laughs> yes. But like wine, like like W I N G
1: like like no, like but drinking I, wine. I feel like
2: now we have to make that button. Yeah, yeah. instead of like whining. Well, he's
0: like 14.
1: No Which yeah, I mean. that's yeah, no whining while you're underage. No whining underage. That's it. That's
2: funny. No, but I wanted like uh, wanted to get back into like hospitality of some sort and came down and was working around town and, and doing real estate at the same time and bought a building on H Street back in like 2005.
0: Wow, and for those of us who, who don't live here, that was a, 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 that was... A dice move. Yes, yes.
1: That was rolling the dice. That's, my, that's a good way of putting it, we, Jenna. We
2: pulled up at the time, I had my girlfriend that I was dating in the car with me, we pulled up on eighth Street, and she goes, and we're gonna go look at the building. She goes, I'm not gonna get out of the car i go, you have a better chance of survival in the building <laughs> with me than you do in the car. i here by yourself.
1: <laughs> what does a building cost on H Street in 2005?
2: Oh, it was like peen well. It was not, that's not true. It was. Uh,
1: Less than a million?
2: Yeah, shit. I think we paid like 590 grand. Wow. So let's give everybody
1: the, the number now. So if you want to buy a building on H Street now, you're looking more than like, the four fives.
2: You're looking, it's going to be a lot more expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at four or
2: five. Shouldn't have sold that damn thing a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, four yeah. or five. You're looking at four or five now. So, good, good operation there. But go. So you open a sandwich shop.
2: So, so no. So I buy this building, and it has this really cool hair salon downstairs. Right? And It's like you ever see Barbershop the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's for like. Barbershop for girls. Right? Like,
0: <laughs> the Stories they would
2: tell, the things that you would hear. Right? Did the you party learn a lot?
0: Did you learn a lot while you were I, there?
2: I, I learned a lot about. I, I learned a lot about women.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like
2: lessons. Um, but yeah, I had been, made there, you a better man. <laughs> still applying some of them today. There you <laughs> <up>. <laughs> and uh, and there's a barbershop down there, and they they decided to leave in the middle of the night, and all I wanted was a really good sandwich shop like I had growing up. I'm like, you want to know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. everything from scratch. Bread for the day. Let's roast all of our own turkeys. Let's make our own roast beef. Everything, all sauce, everything cut for the day. And we opened this place called Taylor Gourmet all these years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and we had a ton of fun with it. And so I think ultimately I was doing it to like fill up my soul because that's ultimately really what I wanted. And thank the Lord someone else was interested in eating sandwiches.
3: <laughs> or everybody,
2: or have a line.
1: There are, there are a few people that they call pioneers of like H Street and like the renaissance yeah. of H. And that would be like, so, you know, you have to give it to like the places like the Pug that were yeah. there. Granville Moores and Taylor Rame. Yeah. So they really brought the people in the community there because they gave a place for you to go, a place for you to eat. Because what builds more than a community than anything? It's where do you eat? Well, also, where do you gather and eat? Gave, where you gather to, and
0: eat? to give people jobs too, to help like change a, a space, right? So we
2: thought <laughs> when we opened up on H Street, like, gee, you just hit a community, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you have a community of myself and Tony and, um, oh, come on, a Teddy. Teddy. Um, and is but you a also, Yeah, he's, he's the man. <laughs> but they're like this like super big changing community that was like around you. And so the idea is like, hey, the inside of your store should look like than your neighborhood, right? Your staff should be your neighborhood, yeah. right? And you should get to know your staff. You should know, I mean, you should get to know your neighborhood. You should know when Tommy walks by and he t- ties up his dog, that his dog's named Lady and the Golden Retriever. And you get to like learn <laughs> a little bit about everyone, right?
3: Yeah, and so it was really, all real. It, yeah, yeah.
2: So it was really, but it was really cool because you got to like learn and grow with the community. And at the time then the, the city kind of got to grow with you. So yeah. we, had a, we, had a, we had a ton of fun. Fortunately, we had one and the goal was open one. And then we're gonna go open a full service restaurant. And like, go back to like, hey, let's be creative. And somehow one turned into two. Somehow two turned into 10. Somehow 10 snowballed into somewhere in the 20s. And we just didn't have three and five employees, but we had like 500, almost 600 employees. Yeah. But they weren't employees, they're family members, right? Yeah. Because, like, as you guys know, like, gee, how much time do you spend with your staff? <laughs> All my hours. Right? Like, Well,
0: it's almost like a second marriage like relationship, right? I mean, these people are a part of their life. I think first it, like, relationship.
1: And, it, then, no. and then my kids just <laughs> fill in <laughs> over there. I think I'm married <laughs> to my business 100%. I cheated on them with Neil. And then Thank I cheated on my business with my, with my husband. And then my kids are absorbed into everything because when my kids come to the store, everybody knows that everyone's on parenting duty. Yeah. So, like, if I have to, like, step off, everybody is involved. It's the village.
2: If if my yeah. wife, Vanessa, and Neil could get together and tell the stories.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you sure you want them, to? <laughs> I don't know if I even have...
2: She, she and I may, have, may, may end up being married at the end Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> So, we'll look here anymore. No so we will be like, oh, that's crazy.
2: Sandwiches and bagels and cocktails yeah, and last call. <laughs> the laundry. It's super,
1: I mean, the, the formula is right there. We've already, already done it. Let's say it again. Hold on. Okay.
2: So this is going to be the monster. Write, pla- write the plan.
1: Write the plan. Yeah. So right, give me 10. Give me value, plan. value proposition right now. Go. <laughs> sandwiches and bagels and last call. We're done. That's it. Invest in
2: that. All right. Sorry. Hey, we got to we gotta go write a business plan. We're done. <laughs> this, episode,
1: this has been a very excellent yeah, yeah. episode. Let's be end nice. this episode already. <laughs> Tell me, so, so, okay, so you open all these doors, you're rocking and rolling, things are crazy, you have 500 employees.
2: Yeah, but it's like you're, uh, it's your family though at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like you, people, you watch people grow up with you, Yeah, right? And it's crazy. And like, listen, I obviously are not that old. I guess we're probably getting older, but you look back and it's like, I remember when you came to me, right? And you had not that many skills, but you had an awesome personality and you're willing to like persevere through anything and you wanted to learn. Right, It's like, perfect, that sponge we're going to turn into like something super badass. Right, yeah. and it's more, So you teach people techniques and skills, right? And teach them how to think. And all of a sudden we had a whole like family, right? Of these awesome, awesome, awesome people that helped grow a business, that put their blood, sweat, and tears yeah. into moving into it forward. Dream. And not just moving it forward, but making sure that the next people that came on when they left us they were better when than when they first came to us, yeah. right? Yeah. I was saying there's nothing better than when someone comes on. Maybe we can only pay you 15, 16 bucks, right? But when you come here, right, we're going to teach you life skills. The goal is we're going to teach you life skills. We're going to teach you kitchen skills. We're going to teach you communication skills. And if you leave me to go make 17 bucks, like, you're doing high fives. I'm hugging. Yeah. We may cry because, yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's what we're here to do, Yeah, right? We may not be here to just serve food, right? We're here to move people along. Yeah. So, we had a lot of people to move along.
1: That's awesome. How many how many kitchens have you spun out of Taylor? Do you know?
2: Um, I don't know. A lot. A good yeah, amount. I yeah. to say
1: how many food trucks came out of Taylor? Oh, uh, a ton.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No,
1: you have employees that come and they learn a lot from you and they give you a lot of time, right? And you have to always accept that, like, when you're a really good mentor, you have like mentorship yeah. and you really put time into people. You know, it's not like a, an f you to you. It's more like a thank you to you, right? Yeah. I've watched people open businesses. I've watched people do different bars, cocktails, whatever, cocktail programs. And they're like, oh, he's so mad that you taught him all that. I'm like, no, because I'm going to die one day. yeah, <laughs> And I want everybody to put on Instagram, oh, she was the greatest mentor, blah, 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 or whatever whatever form of media will be that day. And remember me for what I did. Don't remember the fact that like I was like, you really need to speak better in that corner. Because yeah. that is not what I want you to remember. I want you to remember that you learned that you need to tell somebody to be better in that corner because it's your shop. I
0: right? just think that on a day to day, you feel better about yourself too. I mean, and you don't. It, it is a bit of a selfishness that you feel like you've given to somebody, and to that, to your point, they've grown and moved on. So it, it is a little selfish in that it makes you feel better as a person. You're doing good by your fellow human, yes, but it also you feel good about what you're doing. I mean, not just putting
1: meat on. Bread. Meat That's on what bread. you say, right? <laughs> well, it is meat on bread. It's super
2: simple, right?
1: I mean, my favorite, I mean, I don't know. So go go. So let's go, let's go from Taylor, which I ate a ton of Taylor's for over the years. Yes. And also when I was pregnant, Casey started this really cool concept. Yes. I hope that he's gonna bring back one day. One She's day.
2: In some way she've pizza so a pizza shop. It's called Pizza Parts and Service. And so the inside was like kind of decked out as like an old British cafe racing motorcycle garage oh, no uh, was super cool like tons of tons of steel tons of rivets
0: very like, masculine
2: yeah uh, it is super it was super cool um, with just fucking badass pies like yeah. awesome Pizza pies, pies yeah long fermentation doughs the best cheeses and
1: both my children were made were made
2: on those plans. and G was by far our mega super VIP customer. Yeah. Right? By, like if there were loyalty rewards, yeah. like she she would have lapped everyone like six fucking times. I was super <laughs> pregnant. So like
1: I got pregnant, I had one baby and then I had the next baby and all the time. So how long was Price and Service open for? How long? Like, I don't in, know, two years?
2: Two years, two, two and right? a half years or something.
1: So I was pregnant from the moment, pretty much the moment that that started. And I yeah, both you, had were, my children you were and for pregnant two for, years. like, two years straight. Yeah, yeah, two years straight. And, like, it was just my thing. And I, we didn't get anything complicated. It wasn't that. It was the dough. And, like, yeah. I'm from New York, and the dough was just, like, the best fucking dough. No, if dough. you
0: can get a New Yorker to eat your... Pizza in DC, brother. You didn't. I like ate I toast just, on that ice. because I'm married to a we New Yorker. We still
1: don't eat. We still. So so I still don't eat pizza like that anymore. Ever. No.
2: What do I tell you? Sundays at my house, you just have to come over. I know. <laughs> Sundays like R and and D Doe do Day at the Patton household. So
0: listeners, I'll make sure that you get that uh, address <laughs> and you can meet us every,
1: every Sunday. No, it's totally true. Like you, you know you. So build, where are they going to go get that address, Gina? I know. I know. Oh, drinker dot show. What was that? Designated drinker. And we'll have Casey's
0: address there so we can all go to his house for pizza. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: As long as you bring, line. as long as you bring a bottle of wine or a bottle of Jameson, what are you going to do when there's a line around the corner waiting to <laughs> get
3: a slice of pizza? at
2: your house? Well, listen, maybe we have a new business, home slice, <laughs> home slice. <home> <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's got to be, be
0: concept branding. Anyway. Uh, customers, we're done. We've I, got it all we've done. We've got
2: everything going on today. I mean, we're going to walk it's out of here with like create six new LLCs, <laughs> right? a couple of different partnership agreements.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Signs pretty easy with us. I feel like. like whatever you want. <laughs> I think I think sometimes you meet people in your life where it's like yeah cool whatever you want yeah you know well you I think like- there's a certain
0: amount of trust too I mean I think you people walk into your life I would say you and I are a lot like that that we truly believed in each other right from the start and there's just certain people that you have in your life I mean it was for me Gina probably held out she probably just decided that she liked me yesterday I wouldn't find that hard to believe but I mean like the fact that you go into do business and even though some people are like that doesn't make a damn bit of sense. But we're doing it. Yeah. And it just you because you know you know that with enough tenacity and and your passion behind it, it's gonna be it's gonna grow. So it's like, gonna go.
2: I know that we're kinda like tripping down memory lane at the moment, but you mentioned like trust. You yes. know someone for so long. I remember Rasika.
1: Oh, this is right. way back in the day oh, for Gina. Going, we're, yeah, so we're, great. We're, we're going way back.
2: We're going way back right? And at the time, like, ah, you know, upscale Indian food, like.
1: didn't make sense. No,
2: but. Oh, so good. Though. But it was, so yeah, good. It was insane. was so But I started going there and we'd eat, but I ultimately stopped eating and I would go there and. I'd visit G at the bar, which is yep. like the most uncomfortable bar with these like it's tiny terrible. bar chairs that only have like eight seats yep. and like no lie, the guy's elbowing you while he's trying to eat his doll. Yep. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> like, dude, I'm just here to hang out and have some wine and maybe you know tie on a buzz. But I'd go there and would get food and be like, G, like you know, trust, bring me whatever you want. Yep. Right? And so do whatever she, you want. Yeah, dude, dude, and, and, yep. and then you know, talk about trust, go back ten years. You know, it's interesting how you get to know people, right? Yep. And then it just becomes yeah, yeah, right? Shit. And it's like, it's super, it's super easy. Like last one that I got to give is a shout out to Gina. We do a thing called Chance for Life every year. <clears throat> we're, oh, we're, so
1: good. Please come. Yes.
2: Yeah, check it out. Uh, Chanceforlife.com. Dot- Org
1: don't
3: worry,
0: we'll thing. put that on our website. Make sure our listeners it's have should, that. I should know this. Yep. Don't worry, we we'll it's go like to... cfl.org. It's yeah, okay. We'll so. just make sure it's on designated drinker. <laughs> yeah, dot show. Guys, we'll make sure it's live. This is actually yes, amazing. Yeah, this, sounds, um, this is a, so, very important. Hey, uh,
2: you know, listen, Ken, I think it's it's a it's a charity that benefits pediatric cancer research, right? So true research. And every wow. dollar that we raise, every single dollar, gets turned over for pediatric cancer research for children. Oh, that's the Majority amazing. of all the money gets actually sent over to Children's National right here in DC. And we have like six different trials going on at the moment, wow. which are all funded from a poker tournament. Wow. It started a long time ago and now is last year raised 2.4 million bucks in one day.
0: In one wow. day. Wow. <clears throat> That's amazing.
2: And so, you know, <clears throat> when you need something done, you need something done right, you typically turn around and you're looking like your personal Rolodex, yep. right? Or you think about who's in your heart. like who can help me do this? And on the fly, I go, Gina, I got to talk to you. I got to talk to you. I come down to Union Market. I go, listen, we have five children that we're showcasing this year who have different stages or forms of cancer. And what we ultimately want to do is do a questionnaire, learn about what are their favorite things, and then build a cocktail around what are your favorite colors? What do you like to do? What are your favorite hobbies? And so we got the kids to fill out the questionnaires. She turns around and builds five of the most badass cocktails. Of course she did. All within, like, no lie.
1: Yeah. He gave me, like,
2: five days. Yeah, he gave <laughs> me, no time.
1: And then I had to go shoot him. And he's, like, and, they, and then everybody's there to see the cocktails. They're, like, I felt like there was a million people there. I'm, like. You rocked it. I was, like, uh, okay. And then we shot the cocktails. And then they're, like, do you, where do you work? I'm, like, oh, I, 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 own a, I own a place. Oh, do you like it there? I'm, like, well, I, well, I own it. <laughs> you know like, like you can come work at MGM. I'm like, oh thanks so much. Julie. Every
2: every every person that passed by or touched Gina that day wanted yeah. to come work for her afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, my
1: favorite though, so Chance Play, talk about Chance play for, for a second. So talk about good humans, right? So, I yep. feel like this episode really talks about like Casey being a really good human, right? Um to donate the amount of time that goes into that is incredible, right? I know how much time I put into it and Casey does it all year. Forget people to buy tickets, so it's sold out before, yeah. the, before you even can really get the tickets. You're pretty much sold out, right? And people are playing for a world uh, poker tournament seat, right? And they're, they're this is this is the regional here, and they're gonna go play, and you know that's all the seriousness of it. And then there's amazing auction items, which is insane. And then you have this gala, and it's a concert. And last year we had um, Robin Thicke. Which was, what? yeah, which was insane, Blum, right? Yes.
2: Blum. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we did- Don't sing anymore. That's And copyright. we did, um, and we do this, so Buffalo Burger does this, uh, this thing called, um, it's a plinko. Yes. We call it drinko. Oh, it's so much And fun. you drop the pig, things there and your cocktail destiny is chosen for you, except this year we all dressed up with pink wigs and gold dresses and it was crazy, right? <laughs> And then you think nobody's noticing it. And then Robin Thicke is like holding all your hands because you have pink hair and gold dresses on. <laughs> and he's like just kind of singing, hanging out with you, right? Greatest shut down time ever. So I guess if you're listening to this and, you, and you're and you hearing all this, you need to buy tickets and come because it is just like that. It's like a little circus for the whole day. You're like, you don't know what's going on. The sensory overload, all of your money is being donated 100%. And what the best part is like, nobody makes any money from it, right? Nobody comes there and says, how many get paid to be here? And anybody that does want to be paid to be there, shouldn't should be, there. be there. there. Yeah. It's not gonna be there. there. it's
2: a Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl of charities. Yep. No bullshit. Yeah. It's mega fun. It goes on all day. And on top of having G, mm-hmm. greatest cocktail mistress in the world.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Right. <laughs> uh, we we got like every, every badass chef and restaurateur in the city. We pull them under 110 under for one night. Yep. You can't pull all these people together and pull off what we do anywhere else. And so for one night, it becomes the greatest restaurant in the D.C. Maryland area. For sure. For sure. sure.
1: And everybody throws their A game. A plus game. But it
0: it says a lot about being a good human, yes. But it also says to you, I mean, like, you're so busy. You have so much going on. But it's a passion. And it's amazing what you can do when you want to do it. Meaning like you have all of this going on, but this is obviously something that's very close to your heart. It means a lot and it's a big lift and you still, and you find the time to do it and then you find the way to chisel out. That's amazing. I mean, it's, it's inspiring is my point. Thank you.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. And thanks to everybody here for, you know, all the support over all the years. But when you think about passion, right? It becomes like passion's great. Paycheck's pretty cool. Right. Yep. But at some point, sometimes Those two butt heads, right? So where do you align? So something that I learned in the past couple years is like passion versus paycheck. Like where do you align yourself? Yeah.
0: I would go passion, I think. What about you? Yeah, always. Yeah, I quit my job to do the creative director job to do the podcast. So, yes, it was definitely following a passion. I mean, what
1: are you going to take with you? You You're not going to bury me with it. Well, and, know,
0: I just figure, you know, your liver only has <clears throat> so much life in it. And oh, I might as well that. abuse the shit out of a really <laughs> <are>. great cocktail. <laughs> <like you>
1: Listen, <laughs> I've been thinking about this. I'm, it's, it's, it's possible. I'm not going to be alive in 2055, right? I keep thinking about, like, when do you retire? What year is it? What year is it now? What's the date, right? Yeah. what What did you leave? And I know it sounds so ridiculous, but, like... As you grow your business and do this stuff, you have to get these things called key man insurance, right? So if you drop dead, everyone else is taken care of, right? Yep. Including your family, your business, and location after location all this stuff. And you put all these things in place and then like there's these, these numbers at the end when you're signing the policy that has this policy expires 35 years from now, 45 years from now, blah, da, da, da. You'll have to re-up. And you start looking at these numbers and you're like, this is as long as you think I'm gonna live. This is fucked up. And you have a moment where you're like, what did I
2: do? Yo, who, who fucked up the math on this one? Yeah. And you're Yo, like, go back, go back to your underwriter. And you're
1: like, and you're like, what what do I what am I leaving? What did I do for this planet, for my children, for my legacy, for what what did, did I make it a better world? Did I, did I make it a worse world? You know, you started asking yourself bigger questions. Yeah. You know, I have a question I, to
0: ask you. Yeah.
1: Uh, yes. Where's
0: the cocktail, Dan? Yeah, we're I making another <laughs>
2: cocktail. <cake>. <right. laughs> don't was, you think it's time, yeah, Casey, right, that we right, get another right. cocktail? Uh, listen, I'm, I, I don't think I've ever, ever said no to a cocktail.
0: I know. Well, so, especially
1: Gina's. So this one is actually a really fun drink that we're gonna do. Um, I'm, I, I can give you, a, I'll give you a recipe for the listeners at home to do it at their own house. But this is, I don't know what that just was. Anyway. This drink is my love letter to the 1960s old-fashioned, right? So in the 60s, the late 50s and the 60s, people added carbonation to their old-fashioned. A little bit of soda water. Nobody knows why. It is, was a thing, and they just did it. Okay. So here at Last Call, we have a carbonated old-fashioned on draft. Oh, nice. And it is actually done with a carbonation stone. So it has this crazy foamy head to it, right? So you see it, right? This is everything that's not supposed to be with an old-fashioned. You say how much, you know, you're not supposed to put uh, water or anything in here, and so I changed the game. There is no water in here. It is literally the alcohol 100% just carbonated. And oh. it doesn't need, like it doesn't need to do anything but be the soda for you. It is legitimately two, one, sorry, two half and uh, three dashes, right? And then we just pressure carbonate this huh? the same as... Say it one more time. I know, hold on. So it's two parts of <laughs> um, a quarter ounce of simple, and then it is three dashes of Ango, two dashes of Gary Regan's bitters, and then we just force carbonate it with a carbonation stone in a tank. Now if you're going to do this at home, you can do this in an ISI. Gotcha. Right, you just do smaller amounts. And what, kind, when, of,
2: what kind of bourbon would you recommend?
1: Um, you know, bourbon is subjective. People so do not whichever one you want. So for me, I like you can either do a rye or a bourbon. And what we have in here, honestly, is old granddad. Oh
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, here bad. we go. So,
1: cheers. 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 You don't need any um, citrus on this one, right? And no garnishment, huh? No. I mean, you could have a little garnishment, like. I'll take
2: that. Oh, but that's you nice. You don't need it. Are we allowed to tell what time it is on the podcast?
1: I mean, I mean, time is subjective, yes. Casey. Got Does it really That's What fair. time in the world is it? is it? You know what time it is? could be. <laughs> so th- we'll, 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 here, we'll change it up just a bit. We'll give you a little bit of a, um, orange just for like fun. Orange. Yeah. What is this for you? The twist? Yeah, what is that?
0: What's that fruit? An orange? An orange. Orange. Orange.
2: Now. Yeah. So water. water. How, how, what do you drink? What do you What do you What, what do you drink with your meal? That's clear and comes wine. out of your tap.
0: Um, I wish ah. wine came out of my tap. Um, water. 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 Water.
2: Huh? Water. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato. <laughs> Tomato. So, like, so the reason
1: why I don't love putting the citrus in here is because it kind of dumbs. Again, I'm just telling you, citrus will take away carbonation. Yeah. There you go. This huh. is a good drink. I mean, the drink is good in itself. It, is it doesn't good. matter. But yeah. But it's really interesting when you say, why not? it. You know, oh, that makes sense. Huh. Yeah. It's beautiful either way. So we sell a ton of these. I'll give you guys the recipes at home. You can put it in your ISI. Uh, If you're buying somebody a present and you want to, like, do something fun, put this recipe, download this recipe, print it out, put it where you put it, go buy yourself an ISI, charge your drink, and send it out.
0: Nice. Yeah. So when you you – what bitters did you say? You said Angostura. So I used Angostura
1: bitters and then Gary Regan's bitters and it's an orange bitter and um, Gary Regan um, just recently passed away actually so he just left us. So he is, uh, was an amazing bartender. He developed a really beautiful bitter orange bitters. It's been around for, I don't even know now, 20 something, 30 years, 40 years. Could be Gee, 40. What was your
2: what was your first gig behind a bar?
1: Uh, Penang.
2: Penang? Penang. No. Yeah, yeah. 19th, 18th, and, 19th and M.
1: And M. Yep. Yes, my first true cocktail I ever made was um, a Cucumber Cosmopolitan. And I learned how to make it from a bartending book. It was called uh, Simon Dilford's Guide to Bartending, and he used to come out of London. And my friends that used to travel, because you have to remember, there was no Amazon, everybody. Yeah. um, used to bring me them back in the volume. So he used to bring my like, volume one, volume two, volume three. And I have them all. And his name is Charles. He's amazing. One day we'll have him on the show. Oh, awesome. And he used to bring... He used to bring me them, and he'd be like, "You should try these cocktails." And like, some of them were so ridiculous, like Brass Monkey, all those drinks. And then all of a sudden, there was this drink called a Cucumber Cosmopolitan. I was like, "Well, what the what, what's that?" Yeah. So you have to infuse this vodka, you have to make this drink. You had to like. Was it pink? You had to. You had to make <laughs> real pomegranates, <laughs> like like make pomegranate juice. Like the juice, not use cranberry. It was this whole thing, right? So I did the whole thing. And I sold it, we put it on the menu, and it became number one seller. Nice. So from the Penango, which was their mango Mango. martini. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. It became the number one selling cocktail, and then I got to go to New York after that, and then I was there for 9-11. And that is when I stayed in New York after 9-11, and that is when I was going back and forth from here, that I met the Dale DeGross and all those people in the world and started taking- Oh, interesting. Is that how that happened? Oh, cool. Yes, I have been really pushing this envelope for a long time. Yep. And then it was, and then it was, a, it was fast after that. You know, like you spend a lot of time sleeping on trains on Amtrak, and then all of a sudden you realize that, like, what you're, what I, what I learned there, I spent in train tickets back and forth. Yeah. And what I couldn't, you could I couldn't deny my education because I wasn't getting the education down here I needed. And there was a few, it was a handful of us at the time that did that, just that. We all traveled. And we went back and forth back and forth back and forth and you know you say oh how come you're so good at what you do well i mean i paid rent here and yes. i slept on amtrak so you tell me at first me i s- thought
0: you're gonna say you know she quit and decided to be a hobo and just <laughs> train no, jumping. I, 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 I used to go i worked i worked
1: in dc i worked in dc on um, friday saturday sundays And I got on the train Sunday night for, because they wouldn't give you any prime shifts in New York, right? So you had to work all the lackey shifts. So I had to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday was, like, technically my only day off. Wow. So, like, I would sleep in my actual bed that day. And I was, like, always really excited for that because a lot of times I was couch surfing or I stayed with a friend. Yeah. Or my parents lived in Long Island. So I was, like, going out to Long Island. So I was constantly on a train. Yeah.
2: Did you ever think that all the was success training. all the success? Uh, tra- <laughs> Good Jonathan. God,
0: I'm taking yeah. another drink on that one. Yeah. Did you ever
2: think that all of your success would pivot off of the cucumber cosmopolitan? No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: did
2: you ever think all you of your like, success would, would,
1: would pivot off of a chicken cutlet that you've been eating uh, your whole life? No. <laughs> a chicken I did, cutlet. I, <laughs> I
2: didn't. I did great. Talk about Gra- it. Talk about grandma's it. cutlet.
1: Yeah, talk about it. Like, that's the Your grandma's chicken cutlet.
2: Absolutely. You're, and, they're, and they're good chicken cutlets.
1: What does <sighs> your grandma do different? Um, or tell me your like your way you do
2: it. So as a kid, so as a kid I, North Jersey. My mom used to ship me away because she didn't want to deal with me, and she sent me to stay with my grandparents. Mm. And then I never knew when I was getting picked back up. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Right? The only thing I knew is like if I showed up with the shittiest pair of shoes on, my grandmother would buy me the best pair of tennis oh, shoes in the store. Oh, you learned right? how to work the <laughs> oh, yeah. system. So before I would go up there, like I'd be like, mom, I'll mow the lawn today, right? And then I'd, I'd get them all dirty and grassy. And I'd get up there and she's like, what is your mother doing? She doesn't buy you shoes? She lets you walk around like this? So anyways, I was always good for a pair of shoes. But in my grandma's kitchen, in my Nona's kitchen, yep. she had like a, a show kitchen upstairs, right? It's like one of those like three level houses, right? Oh, like, yeah. you know, where, like that weird wow. mid-level comes in. And she had a kitchen in the basement and the kitchen in the basement where like all the action happened, But well, right?
0: that's Because she used that one. Yep. The other one, like you said, That is point. real.
1: That's it's real. So yeah, that
0: is real. <laughs> that's, that's when real. you really
1: mm-hmm. know that, that family's truly a because that is like literally how we all grew up. But go on, yeah. I love this. <laughs> this is the truth. My parents' kitchen in my growing house growing up was in the basement. We'll move on, go on.
2: <laughs> and so let so Grandma used to bang our cutlets all the time, right? don't just don't slice your chicken get a real tender small three four ounce breast
0: yeah
2: grandma used to have two things she had tenderizer and a rolling pin and parchment paper get it su- get it super flat yeah. season it in uh uh season flour let it soak in the egg but it's got to soak in the egg for a while so all that flour oh. gets hydrated with the egg oh. right? and then uh breadcrumbs italian breadcrumbs but not the kind like not the progressive shit you buy in yeah. the store yeah. right? like yesterday's dale bread like Yeah, real right With the
1: sesame seeds in it's it. it
2: exactly right and so break that down dry it down in the oven take that rolling pin again make your own breadcrumbs and pound those breadcrumbs into the chicken and then i think it's the frustration of having, having you at our house for, all the time and not knowing <laughs> what i was getting picked up
1: <laughs> she beats a shit out of that crazy. chicken
2: <laughs> But that's and that and that's what it was, right? And you you eat those all the time.
1: The goo, so grandma's like the goo. My, It's called the goo. So you would take the flour, right? You throw it in the egg, the egg. You beat the shit out of the egg, so the eggs like a little fluffy, and you leave it in there. But I'm the time you, leave it there. You, when you pick them up, they look like goo. Ew. And then right before you fry them, the moment before you hit them, hit them, exactly. and drop them. And if you let them sit, that's how I know that you're not Italian, because you let them sit uncooked. In the in the um, the breadcrumb, and then you're like, my chicken is dry. Yeah, that's because you don't know how to cook chicken. All, all yeah. your
2: because all all the all the all the moisture from the chicken your breadcrumbs. The bread. Then you try to cook your then you kind of try to cook your chicken and it turns like brown and black before yeah. it's, it's disgusting. Sounds,
3: yeah,
0: terrible. And it messes so anyway, your oil. So it sounds like my mother's cooking to be honest. So for
2: the, so for the past, I wouldn't even want to call it a culinary career because I'm not sure that I have one, but restaurant career for my past like 14, 15 years, we've been pounding. Chicken cutlets, hundreds <laughs> upon hundreds, thousands, actually. Is that how you get those On a daily pecs? basis, every day. <laughs> well, it's like, All those right, guns, we'll the guns are right here. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, those are, those, are known, those are known as cutlets. And you if you really want to try one, if that sounded good enough, come on down to Grazi Grazi at the Wharf. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So talk about Grazi Grazi. How's it going? It. Yeah, t- talk about it. So, you, so Taylor's done. We're done with Taylor. Yeah, it's listen, over. Taylor had to go to bed. It's
2: okay.
1: So, um, so talk about the new you, renew it. Tell yeah, us. so
2: I, you know, I don't necessarily know if it's a new me because a lot of it's the same me, right? But uh, shape
0: shifting, it's, it's twisted. <laughs> I have to say, it's beautiful. Did Thank you just you. call our guest twisted?
1: I think I, you did. No, it's twi- he twisted. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what it is. He topped <gasps> when you think you can't top yourself. Yep. Just, like he did. So yep. talk about like you. You come out and you say, okay, I'm 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 done with this part of my life. I'm gonna do it new. How do you reinvent so, it? So
2: I'm gonna, so I'll I'll tell you, it may be, I'll try to make it quick. But <clears throat> a little bit of forced retirement last October. Yeah. Right? And so it was like, all right, what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah. Right. And like my wife's like, you've been grinding for so long. She's like, like
0: get out of the fucking house.
2: She's no, she's like, take, take, oh. take a year off. Take two years off. Like, go get your life back. I'm like, yeah, it sounds really cool. It sounds good. <clears throat> I want to think about what I would do, right? And then quickly after watching like two days of Bravo TV, <laughs> right, I'm like I got nothing to do. <laughs> so, I,
1: would lo- so, I would love to watch Bravo all
2: uh, So we end up in uh, we go to we go to Italy for Christmas.
0: Nice.
2: And we're walking. Vanessa gets sick, and I'm out solo on foot, hitting every panini place, every pizza place, and I'm it's just gluttonous. And I end up at the contemporary art museum in Rome. The phone rings, Thanks. and it's a landlord friend of mine. He says, we're so upset that we don't have your shop in our development anymore. And really, we just want your sandwiches and salads back. And so kind of was like, all right, well, I'll think about it. And I'm not necessarily sure that I'm that interested. Went to this art museum, started looking around at the art display that was there. Um, and it was this artist, Rotello. And I'm like... Kind of got a little bit inspired. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I could see this in a restaurant, right? Uh -uh. So I took a walk, 11-mile walk back home. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to build a sandwich shop. We're going to build the best fucking sandwich shop that we can. And everything that we've done before, we're not going to do it the same way anymore. And we're going to think about every ingredient that we use and every recipe that we use. And so I came back. I'm like, all right, guys, we'll we'll do it. And so I had to think of a name. I couldn't really come up with a name. So I was really thinking about... That trip to, I can't remember, Milan, Rome, France, and France, I mean, Milan, Rome, Florence. Um, or France. That's France. It's right around She's the corner. Like, oh. <laughs> and I started Change to it. think, I'm like, well, I need a good name, right? And like, this is really driven off of like what the original Taylor was, just like a little Italian sandwich shop. And so I thought about it. I was like, you want to know what? Like, I remember walking out of uh, out of this place, grabbing uh, some focaccia, and the woman says, you know, it said it said grazie. And I'm like, ah. And it stuck with me. And so I was like, you want to know what? Like, I should call this place Grazi. And the reason I should call it Grazi is it's a thank you to all of my employees. Yeah. Right? For all the years, right, that helped us build something amazing and got me to where I am now to at least even think clearly about doing something else. And it's a thank you
0: That's lovely. to that group
2: of people. And uh, and then I was like, well, but there's kind of more, right? In, my, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I need to, need, need to find another there's another group of people you have to thank, right? And so it's the people that have supported you and allowed you to grow, right? And believed in you, right? And that was your loyal customer base for all these years. And so those are the people that not only helped you grow a business, but they helped you teach everyone in your family. They helped everyone in your family grow, right? And they helped essentially move this little restaurant into a relatively large chain. And so I was like, you got to thank those people. And so I'm sitting on my couch. I'm like, it's Grazi Grazi. Yeah. Right. Okay? And so that's nice. how we end up coming with the name. And so awesome. I came back and.
1: Do you love that pivotal moment in your life where you just think it's like the epiphany, or the epiphany happens and the light bulbs go off and you have to write it down because you're going to forget? <clears throat>
2: I love it so much I cherish it because it doesn't happen that often. (laughs) (laughs) Or you have them and then you get
1: drunk and you're like, damn
0: it, I think there was something Ah, important that happened today. (laughs)
2: Let me me check my text to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Who was I texting late
0: last night? My brilliance.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. So we went back and like we did, I think, 43 versions of bread until I thought the bread was perfect. Wow. Wow. We cook all the turkey. We probably rolled through like twenty some different recipes for roasted turkey, right? Wow. So if you think about those two things together, right, and apply it over the menu of just making sandwiches and salads, like I think it's pretty badass. People seem to really enjoy it. Great. And uh, and we're having and we're having a ton of fun. Right, I guys? love
1: the cheese on top now. Yes. Yeah,
2: the new touch.
1: They, yes. do, they do fresh. So in Italy. So go
2: out, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good. No, you tell. Me. Eh, no, you. No, you. No, listen, there's a couple sandwiches where we want to kind of you know balance it a little bit differently. And maybe instead of using salt and some ingredients during the process, we crush a ton of pecorino romano on at the Ooh. end. Right? And so it's kind of it's sweet. It's a little bit pungent. It's a little bit salty. It's good.
1: It smells good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It hits I love, you before you eat it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> So, anyway, so we're back. We're putting meat on bread. We're having a ton of fun. And, like, to me, the best part of it all is that almost uh, so many of my favorite people came back to work with us again. Oh, that's awesome. Right. And so I used to put on a Thanksgiving from the first Thanksgiving we ever had at Taylor. We used to get together the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And it started with 20 people. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And 20 people turned into, like, you know, the next year, 40 people, and you could then bring bring your kids, bring whatever, to the point where we had it at three stars, and we had like th- wow. 1,200 people, right? And we had a ton of fun. And last year, I was so upset on the night before Thanksgiving, because I didn't have that family together. Yeah. I was so bummed. And so this year, I've got the family back, and so I said, hey, do we carry on? We had a meeting like, do we carry on the tradition? The Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And everyone's like, absolutely. So <laughs> so believe it or not, we're doing we're doing uh we're doing pizza pasta cheesecake Thanksgiving Cheese Wednesday night before what, oh. what what okay. flavor? What what you, kind of for me yeah like straight like just no
1: no for me it's italian sauce it's gotta have ricotta okay ricotta and it's gotta have um chocolate chips in it for me and then a little bit of citrus like me a little sound, bit of to lemon me,
2: to me that sounds like a badass cannoli cheesecake yeah but that's what my yeah. that's
1: what my father always made us and that's what we always ate
2: i may make you an extra one and drop it off yeah. oh this look is, at that
1: i mean i might just show up on wasana well, <laughs> we'll be here maybe you're gonna come here with the There's- cheesecake <laughs> after so i don't know
2: you tell me oh, how it's going to work. I'd feel, feel like shit on Thursday morning. <laughs> um, yeah, but you can super super over. So you do that
3: and you over here
0: all right so you know what time it is it oh is. wait hold on before i gotta do my little housekeeping go so if you want the tips the how-tos and especially that um address to get to um the event which yeah, is
2: yeah so uh chance for life
0: chance for life you're gonna go to
1: where designated Show. where's that designated Show.
0: and so we'll make sure like i said we'll have all the tips the how-tos gina's uh secret recipes on how to make all these beautiful cocktails yes. these and every every other
1: uh cocktail that's been on all of our shows Which I love. And then you can visit Casey at Grazi Grazi. What's your address at the wharf?
2: 85 District Square. Southwest. Uber over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uber over folks, Uber over. Uh, All right. It's my turn. Yes, it's your turn. Last question. If you can define yourself as an ingredient, what ingredient would define you? So instead of a spirit animal, So pick if you one said thing.
2: I'm gonna give you both. If you said spirit animal, yeah, go. I'm like tigger, <laughs> <laughs> bouncing on its tail, oh, yeah, oh. bouncing around totally. having fun. You are right? totally tigger the tiger,
0: absolutely.
2: Um, always trying to always smile and have yeah. fun and yeah. take nothing seriously. Yeah, so then you totally are one hundred percent tigger the tiger. If I've got to be so, uh, that's you know what I am. I'm a cap cola. Oh, why? <laughs> right, but I'm a dried cap cola. All right, <clears throat> so. Uh,
0: This could go so many ways, folks.
1: So many ways. So so listen,
2: I I could be a little bit sweet. I could be a little bit spicy. Yeah. I could be a little bit. It's a little funky. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely can be dried sometimes. Yeah. You put all those things together, and I think if you looked at me, (laughs) you have the full fucking spectrum. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it.
1: That's amazing.
2: Mm. And what's yours?
1: For me? Yeah. Uh, it's always, I, you know, you're, it, it depends on the time of the year. like. But usually I always go lemon just because I just love it. But like, you know, I have a Virgo um, sister who was recently on our show. Uh, Rachel, and she just said it. And it was so funny just sum it up. You know? I like when you twist it back to me. Honestly, if I have to give it right now this time of year, I think that my secret, like my, my ingredient would probably be a quince. Okay. Because you can't eat it, you can't eat it straight away. You have to like do something with it to make it um, edible. So I feel like that's the same way with being palatable sometimes, you know? Like you have to take me all bitter. Yeah. And then you have to soften me up and then you get what you want.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Neil, I hope you're listening. <laughs> take note. And, and, and I'm, uh, uh, we're ready.
1: I think,
0: oh, I, you know, I like thyme. I'm very, I like savory. Okay. I think it's a lot, you know, it's um, kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know if I, that's who I am, but I definitely like it.
2: Hmm. Hmm. All right. So right you now, like that? So, I would say tequila. So right now, oh yeah, tequila. We, right, I'm agave. <laughs> so right now, if we're gonna have a party. Right, we're putting together uh, quince, thyme, capcola, and tigger. <laughs> like literally, this is a party. Everyone wears jammies, uh,
1: and we get fucked up on some quince uh, drinks, thyme, uh, and yeah. eat some sausage Well, listen, we know what
2: we're, we know what we're doing the night before Thanksgiving. There we go.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Cheers, right, cheers, cheers Cheers. Thank you for coming.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You guys rock.